Hello, hello, hello. Good day and welcome to another episode of After School History. I am, as always, your genial host, Anthony J. Eschettino. And today, on the 12th of September, 2021, um, I'm looking forward tomorrow to going back to school. As many of you who have followed me know, I am a teacher. And tomorrow is our day where we get to go in as teachers, support staff, everyone that's, you know, part of the school. And we talk about what's going on the next year. You know, we get to ask our principal questions, questions that need answers, and the whole lot. And, um, you know, then after that, we'll probably be done. I know he was hoping to get done around noonish so that people could go and, and finish their classrooms up. Now, as a social studies teacher, the good news is I don't have a classroom. Why is that good news? Well, because then I don't have to, you know, decorate a classroom. Of course, I'm being a little sarcastic here. I would love a classroom. I would love to have a classroom where I could put up, you know, posters of 1984 and Carl Sagan and, you know, uh, Ernest Hemingway. And all those. yes, 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 I know you're thinking right now, but. You know, Anthony, you know, Ernest Hemingway is literature. Ernest Hemingway is history. Literature is part of history. Okay? Astronomy is part of history. Everything is part of history. It's just a matter of where in history it falls. So that's why, you know, I read, for example, one of the things I want to do this year now that we're back in school. Hopefully, let's all, all of you please hope that are listening to me. Hope that we are able to go through, and I'll get to I'll get to the vaccines in a few minutes, which was the main point of this uh, podcast. But hope that we're able to go through without illnesses. I don't want people getting sick. I don't want people ending up with coronavirus, and then we end up having to go home and work from home. We need to be in school. Students need to be in school. Teachers need to be in school. We need to be in school. But we need to be safely in school. That's why all of this muck about, you know, these people, these governors. I mean, goodness gracious. These governors are fighting, fighting against mask mandates. You know, and I've heard all of it before, before, you know, anyone wants to be, oh, masks don't do anything. But let me tell you something. Um, I have been a few times in the hospital in my life. And I have been a few times in surgery in my life. The most recent one, if you've been following my podcast, you know this, or if you're one of my students listening right now, you know this as well, was January of this past year. I had open heart surgery to replace an aortic valve. And I can't help but make the following observation. Um, When I was brought in to the operating room, to the OR, uh, everyone had masks on, okay? And it wasn't just because before you're like, well, that's because we have coronavirus now. Of course, people, you know, they're being forced to. Well, you know what? In 2010, when I had my first open heart surgery, it's not often someone at 43 gets to say I've had multiple open heart surgeries, but here we are. And I'll tell you, I'm thankful because you know what? (laughs) <laughs> I've had two open heart surgeries. I've read, I've watched videos about children 
where it's like, well, this is my eighth surgery, my eighth major surgery in a row, and I'm 12 years old. Okay, so I don't, I, I'm, I don't complain at all. Okay, I've had two open heart surgeries now, but I, I view it as this is, this is nothing. This is nothing in the grand scheme of things. Okay, I mean, fortunately today, with our science and technology, uh, the science that so many of these people fight against, um, you know, <laughs> I, I've come out of this, you know, quite all right. You know, I've gone in. But, you know, right before, what they do with the surgery, and I know I've talked about this before, but I'll, I'll talk about it again very briefly. So what happens is, you know, you're all hooked up. You've got IVs anyway because you've been in the hospital. And they brought me down that morning, on the 22nd of January this year. It's ironic because it was the, same, the 22nd of June uh, was when I had my first open heart surgery back in 2010. And I remember my brother... <laughs> My brother's a very big uh, World War II aficionado, very into World War II. He could actually, I joke around, I'm like, you know, everyone, I know a lot about history. I know a tremendous amount about history, but that's what I do for a living. You would think, you would hope that the people who do something for a living, you know, know about what they're doing. But when it comes to things like the Eastern Front in World War II, Germany and Soviet Union, especially the Battle of Stalingrad, I mean, my brother could run rings around me with this. I just, I don't know. I don't know that level, but that's because that's what he's he's really in, interested in. You know, there are parts of history that I'm really interested in. I know a lot more about. There are parts of history that I know a little less about. I try and learn as much as I can. So anyway, but the bottom line, you know, his joke was on the 22nd when I went in, <laughs> in 2010, he was like, you know, I hope you fare better than the Germans did, you know, with their invasion of the Soviet Union, to which I was like, <laughs> you know, I, I hope that I'm all right, but nobody's rooting for the Germans. He was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. Nobody's rooting for the Germans. It was just a funny thing. It's a funny thing if you know World War II, you know. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Anyway, so when I, I went in, they bring you into the operating room, uh, all hooked up, and then they basically say, okay, you know, we're going we're gonna to give you that shot, where they always say something like, count backwards from 10, and it, it doesn't matter. If you've gone through surgery, you know that. If you've ever been put under general anesthetic, they could say count backwards from 10, count backwards from 5, count backwards from 1 if they really wanted to. Um, the bottom line is that once they, put, once they put that syringe into the port and they push it, it's, you know, you, you barely get to see them finish pushing the syringe in and you're out. So, you know, my thing was I, I waited, I said, listen, just give me a few moments here. You're getting ready anyway. Just give me a few moments to collect myself. Which is funny because I, I don't always, you know, I, I don't particularly you know, believe something's coming afterwards. But it just seems the thing to do. So, I, I, you know, I collected myself. And I said, all right, well, you know what, listen. Either I'm going to wake up in another couple of hours or I'm not. You know, it's one way or the other. But anyway, all of them had masks on. And in 2010, all of them had masks on. And in 2010, we didn't even know what the hell coronavirus was. We didn't have anything. There's no reason to have a mask on except, oh, that's right, you're trying to limit the spread of germs in the operating room. There's a reason why. And if you know anyone who's a doctor or an anesthesiologist or an, an assistant, any, anyone who, who has ever worked in an operating room, they will tell you, like the, the sinks, for example, you go in, you don't turn the faucet on by hand. You have 
you know, you, you step on paddles on the floor and you wash your hands. You know, you wash them all the way up to the elbow. Then you put the gloves on. You have the mask on because the whole thing is that we recognize that masks are very effective in helping to prevent the transmission of germs and of viruses and of, of everything else. So everyone wears them. So anyway, you know, the bottom line is they, I was like, at one point I was like, all right, let's rock and roll. And they were like, okay, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. And then they pushed the thing in. And then of course, the next thing you know, you're waking up 12 hours later, whatever it is. Now, <clears throat> I bring all of this up because we're having such a tremendous debate in this country today. And it's just so stupid. It really is. You'll very rarely get to hear me say something is stupid, people are stupid. But, well, no, if you're my students, I, I scratch that. If you're my students, you'll get to hear me say that people are stupid. That's one of my maxims. You know, when my students ask me, well, why would this happen? Why would that happen? Well, because people are stupid. All right. And there are a lot of stupid people out there. There really are. But my thing is with vaccinations and with masks, this is borderline. This is no longer just being stupid. This is being willingly malevolent. What do I mean by that? Right now you're thinking, Ash, what are you saying? What I'm saying is that governors who are stopping mask mandates are actively participating in the deaths of their citizens. But there's not their citizens. The citizens are citizens of the United States. Of the citizens of the United States living within their state. And furthermore, the fact that you can't get a vaccine currently if you're under the age of 12. We're still doing, you know, the numbers on that. You're sentencing people to death by, by stopping this. I mean, you're not killing them. But again, you can be, you know, we know, we know that you can be charged if you are party to someone doing something stupid and dying. For example, um, you know, we, we've had bars that have been sued. If someone has had way too much to drink, and everyone's like, there's no reason this person should go to the bar. The bar is like, eh, go you know, get out of here. And the person gets in a car and crashes and dies with someone. The bar can be charged. If you are doing something that can be, you know, if you're playing Russian roulette with someone, you can be charged if both people know if that person dies. You, you're basically saying, we don't want you to be able to protect yourself. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, wait, though, Ash. It's not, they're not saying you can't wear a mask. You can. We're just saying that it shouldn't be mandatory. Okay, but here's the thing. We have mandatory issues all the time. For example, I teach in a district that has a mandatory uniform policy. You have to come in with a uniform. We have a particular uniform. Nothing to write home about. You know, it's, it's, it's pants, uh, khaki pants with a, uh, there's a white shirt, button down, and a tie. Girls have one tie, boys have another. Why, I don't know. It's kind of silly, but whatever. It's, it's the way it is. Um, or the girls can wear a skirt. There's a particular skirt they can wear. But you can't come in in jeans and uh, a hoodie. You can't do that. You'll be sent home. 
We have that. That's mandatory. If you keep on showing up every day in that, you're going to keep on getting sent home. You won't be able to attend classes. Also at my school, <clears throat> mandatory vaccines. You have to have your MMR vaccines. Uh, where my kids go to school, you have to have the flu shot. You have to have it. You have to have a record of it. You can't come into the school and be like, well, I don't have the MMR because, you know, I know someone who got measles and they lived, which means it's really not that dangerous. It's okay. Like you have a lot of these people. It's amazing. The same people that are, you know, that, that, that for years have been perfectly okay with MMR vaccines, flu vaccines. All of a sudden now it's like, oh, no, 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 no. The, the, the COVID vaccine. Oh, no, no. This is an affront to my freedoms as an American. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous. I, I, I don't know what other word to use for it. But it, it's become a complete political football. And it's just astronomically stupid. You know, you get guys like Joe Rogan, who will never listen to this podcast. And uh, I think it would be hilarious if he did. And then he was like, well, this guy, uh, you know, Ashitino, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. First of all, because it would probably give me about 50 million hits, which is entertaining, you know, because I... You know, I, I do get, I, you know, I get a decent amount of people that listen to my podcast, probably no more, no less than anyone who does a similar thing. You know, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not famous and uh, I'm not Kim Kardashian or anyone on that level. So, you know, I, I get people that listen to it and then people that don't, whatever, I don't care. I'm doing that for you, my beloved listeners, for the people that listen to this regularly. I'm doing it for you and I'm also doing it as a public service. You know, people like Joe Rogan, oh, well, I got through COVID. I only had one bad day. Well, that's great, Joe Rogan. I'm glad, you know, you who are in the pinnacle of health got through it with no problems. I lost three friends. Uh, I should say I've lost three friends so far. I really, really hope that that's where it ends. But I lost three friends to the coronavirus. These are people I used to have lunch with when I taught at the high school. I used to laugh with them. We used to talk about our families. What are you doing for the weekend? We'd talk about students. We'd be like, oh, so-and-so today in class. Oh, my God, they were so funny. And, you know, this or that. Or like, oh, God, this person, they didn't do their homework and this was the hilarious excuse. Or, or whatever. Like, hey, did this person do, you know, uh, what's going on with this person in your class? You know, oh, no, there's this. Well, let's work together. I've lost three friends to this, Okay. They're dead. They're not coming back. They're not going to recover. They're dead. And only one of them, to my knowledge, had a pre-existing condition. So you can't make this whole, oh, well, only people with pre-existing conditions get it. Though I, I dare say, um, I have a pre-existing condition. I am immunocompromised, okay? I have an artificial valve, um, you know, and, and I am on a couple of different medications, I'm trying my hardest not to catch coronavirus because even though I, I am fully vaccinated, by the way, and if they said there is a booster shot, I would be one of the first online to get it, happily. But I still am trying to avoid it. I'm doing my best. I'm washing my hands. Uh, my, my poor hands at this point 
My, you know, people, how old are you? Well, I'm 43, but my hands are about 60 at this point uh, because they're just washed so much and sanitized so much, you know, that, that uh, they, they look older than, than I do. Um, <clears throat> but people say I won't get the vaccine. Why? Oh, the vaccine is this. First of all, we can get rid of all of this nonsense about the vaccine has this, the vaccine has that. As I've said before, I forget what episode it was, but I'll say it again because I do enjoy dragging his name through the mud where it belongs. The former doctor, because he's been stripped of his doctoral degree, Andrew Weil, uh, you know, he was the one that went out and said that, you know, vaccines are the cause of autism. Um, I, I, this is absolutely, it's not just ridiculously stupid, it's offensive. It's offensive to any parent who has an autistic child. It's offensive to any teacher who teaches an autistic child. It's offensive to any brother or sister who has an autistic brother or sister. Okay? This is stupid. It is stupidity of the highest level. Okay? Vaccines do not cause autism. They never have. They never will. Okay? There aren't, you know, graphite chips in vaccines. Bill Gates is not implanting things in you with vaccine. It, it, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. We've had vaccines for years. George Washington, for crying out loud, ordered his soldiers to get the smallpox vaccine, one of the first vaccines we ever had. We started understanding how to deal with these infectious diseases because he didn't want his soldiers to end up dying. That's kind of bad for the military. You know, <laughs> you have 5,000 soldiers and it's like, oh, well, we have 5,000 soldiers. Uh, no, actually, sir, we're down to 3,500. Well, what happened? 1,500 died of smallpox. That's bad. That's bad. Ask the Native Americans who inhabited uh, Mexico and, and Central America because they died of smallpox by the millions, okay? Uh, there was no vaccine, and yes, they were intentionally infected by many of the Spaniards who came over. But the bottom line is that we have vaccines now. You don't have to die. We, we had a polio vaccine. Polio has been almost eradicated, except in certain parts of the world where they were just like, no, this is a Western conspiracy to, uh, you know, make us all sterile. And so they won't, you know, and, and so their children are getting polio and they're being crippled. And this is absolutely insane. And, you know, if it was just a case of that, you'd be like, all right, you know, listen, I, I, I feel terrible for your kids, but, you know, you want your kids to be crippled. The problem is the longer you let any kind of virus go on, the more chance it has of morphing into something more deadly. That's just science, okay? And so that's why with, with the coronavirus right now, we've got these variants. we got the Delta variant. The Mu variant, the Lambda variant. As someone said, I'm not taking credit for it. Someone said, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm laughing just because we have to laugh in order not to cry. Someone said, you know, whoever is naming these variants, uh, you know, is a big uh, Revenge of the Nerds fan. Uh, but the bottom line is that, you know, what happens if we get, because people refuse to get vaccinated, it morphs into a variant which which is non, we don't have the vaccine, the vaccine won't work for it. 
Why, you know, people, oh, my freedoms, I have the right to choose. You do. You have rights to choose. But not at the cost of making me sick. Not at the cost of making my friends sick, my family sick, everyone I love sick. You don't. If you wanted to say, I want to move to an island, and on that island, the only people on that island are going to be people that refuse to get this vaccine, I would be okay. In fact, you know what? Heck, I'll toss in a little bit of money to help pay for your airfare. I will. And I know a lot of people, (laughs) a lot of people that would do a same. But they don't, it's like, I'm not going to do this, and then I'm going to wander about, I'm going to continue to engage with all of you in society. And you know what, when people, well, I have a right not to think, well, you know what, I have a right to live. People have a right to live. People have a right to say, if you don't do this, and again, this is ridiculous. None of these people had problems with, like, MMR vaccines. Yes, okay, fine, a small percentage may have been like, well, I've been anti-vaccine from the beginning. Okay, so you're stupid, and that's all there is to it. Okay, you go back. I have a religious exemption. No legitimate religion in the world has ever come out against vaccines. If you are a religion, and you want your adherents to live, and usually, now I'm not speaking for every religion, okay, I would never do that. But I am, I, you know, I, I have a degree in religion from Rutgers as well. Okay, this was my minor when I went to Rutgers, New Brunswick. The bottom line is most religions I know want their adherents to live. And they want them to live because they want their numbers to increase and they want them to be able to go out and preach their religion and they want them to, most importantly of all, to be able to donate money every single week, okay? And when you're killing off your own people, that's bad, you know? And and that's what I, I think is absolutely insane about some of these guys. The Governor DeSantis, Governor Evans, it's like... At this point in Florida, they're killing off their own base. If you look at it, the majority of these people that are taking, by the way, a horse dewormer? Really? That's what you're doing. You're taking a veterinary supplement, a horse dewormer, gobbling it down with no sense of like, well, what should a human, what dosage should a human take? Uh, they should take zero dosage because it's not a drug for humans. It's, a, it's, it's something for horses. And they're gobbling up this, this uh, in, invertisimin, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I don't care. They're taking this horse dewormer and it's like, oh, this is going to work. We've had so many cases now of poisoning because of that. If you're even thinking about that and you're listening to me right now, please stop. 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 Get help. Go get the bloody shot, okay? I'm telling you, it's not, it, it, it's nothing. Heck, the, I didn't even feel the first, the second needle I felt a little bit, you know, for whatever reason, but the first needle, I didn't even feel the needle go in. Even if you feel the needle, whatever, you're done. It's not like they stick it in and move it around. In, squeeze, out, done. You wait around for 15 minutes to make sure that you're okay, which, again, 99% of people are, and then you go home. 
but this idea that you know we're well, not going to we're not going to take the we're not going to take this now uh, children that are under the age of 12 that in the United States and I'm only speaking the United States right now children under the age of 12 I understand it you know they can't get the vaccine yet but if you're over 12 I advise you and and this is something I could possibly get in trouble for but I'm I'm going to do this as a public service announcement go get the vaccine if your parents or guardians are opposed to the vaccine, uh, there are still ways to get it. If you are 18, there's no reason. Now you're an adult. doesn't matter. Go get the vaccine. If you're 18, you can get the vaccine and not tell anyone about it. It's hilarious that, you know, places like Fox News, which again, Fox News, you know, they had to do the whole thing where they came out and they were like, oh, no, we're an entertainment source. Because if they said they were a news source, they would be sued into bankruptcy. So the way they get away with it is by saying we're an entertainment you know, company. Uh, they're all vaccinated. Okay. Sean Hannity, whom I would love to debate, except he'd probably just yell over me, you know, like Bill O'Reilly, you know, because they can't they can't actually debate. Someone like me would rip them to shreds. They can't actually have a legitimate debate. They just end up, you know, falling upon all the logical fallacies. They'll talk over you. They'll yell over you. Two quoque. They'll come with the whataboutisms left and right, you know, and then they'll make stuff up. And they'll make stuff up, and then it'll be, you know, like like with that one idiot on, on YouTube. I'm sorry to use that harsh language, ladies and gentlemen. But the one idiot on YouTube was like, oh, all the F-22 pilots are, uh, or F-35, I forget what it was. Oh, they're all quitting because they don't want to get the vaccine. So, you know, the United States has no longer has an Air Force. Um, first of all, um, if you know anyone in the military, I do. I've known many people in the military. It's been my, my you know, my lot in life to know many people. You don't get to just say, I'm not doing this in the military. Okay? It's not like, like I could say something like, you know, I mean, heck, no, as a teacher, as a teacher, if my principal says, Mr. Ashitino, I need you to do this, unless he's asking me to do something like jump off the building, if he says, I need you to be at this duty period, during your duty period, I need you to be in the cafeteria, I can't say, no, I'm not doing it. He'd be like, uh, yes, you are. That's a legitimate request. Pilots can't be like, in the military, I'm not doing this. Second of all, the amount of time and effort to become a top-line fighter pilot, okay, is so those pilots are worth millions and millions of dollars a piece okay they're not going to just throw it out the window in the military you get vaccinated for stuff that you didn't even know existed it's like all right you're getting eight shots today well what are they for uh different viruses and diseases and that's that soldier listen you're gonna need to know basis line up um, and, and, you know, all the people I've known in the military that have gotten all these shots, they've come out fine, okay? None of them have died because of the shots. None of them have had any problems, you know? It's just that we, we create these issues. And like I said, everyone at Fox News, for those of you people who, you know, who watch it, and again, I'm not trying to discriminate, everyone on Fox News has been mandated to get the vaccine. So while Sean Hannity is whining and moaning about how you know, this is no different than Nazi Germany, which, by the way, um, as someone who has many Jewish friends, uh, that is so horribly offensive to compare what's going on now to Nazi Germany 
Um, and especially during the high holy days, you know, you ought to be, I would say you ought to be ashamed of yourself, but most of these people have no sense of shame. There's no sense of shame. Uh, so to say you should be ashamed of yourself is just like, you know, it, it, it doesn't compute. Does not compute. But they all have their vaccinations and they're trying to convince people that this is somehow a, a terrible thing, that they ought not to get vaccinated. Uh, and I wonder, like, are they trying to kill off a lot of people? Like, what are they doing? Because, you know, uh, first of all, the majority of people that are dying from this at this point, 99% of the people that are dying in hospitals that are in hospitals with COVID-related stuff are people that are unvaccinated. So you're much, 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 much more likely to be in a hospital and much, much, much more likely to die if you're unvaccinated. Okay, so that's number one. Number two because of where these people are and these governors are, um, the majority of people who are dying are people from what we would call red states. They're people from conservative parts of the country. Now, if I was a governor who was conservative, I really wouldn't want my conservative followers, the people who are most likely to vote for me in the coming election, I wouldn't want them to die. I'd be doing everything I could to stop them from dying. I mean, heck, one of the main reasons we have this problem is because Jared Kushner, in the beginning, basically advised the White House, listen, this is only going to affect Democrat areas and minority areas. Let's let this kill these people off. It'll be great for us. And this is true, by the way. Okay, I wouldn't say it if it wasn't because I could be sued. All right, people could come after me and be like, you've made a false accusation. I'm going to sue you for, you know, what is, is it libel? I forget uh, which one. I always forget that. Which one is in type and which one is spoken, you know. But anyway, the bottom line is that Kushner said, just let it run its course. It'll kill off a lot of our opponents. It won't, it won't hurt us. Uh, that's not how it works because he's an idiot. That I can say because it's true. He is an idiot. Um, but that's how it works, okay? It works where diseases don't just stay in an area. Viruses don't just stay in an area. They spread out. So today, whereas in New Jersey, where I live, the greatest state that's ever stated, you have a lot of people vaccinated, and we have mask mandates, and we're working very, very hard to stop this in its tracks in New Jersey. It's all we can do. I mean, we can, in New Jersey, we can't influence how, you know, Mississippi or Alabama or Florida work. We can only do New Jersey. So we do what we can. But for the other people, it's killing off your base. I don't know why you would want this. What's the point? You know, already more people in Florida have died, I think, than Governor DeSantis's uh, margin of victory was. Why would you want to kill your people off? You'd be thinking, man, we need to save these people. Plus, in the future, you know, when you kill people off because of this, you're not just killing them. You know, if you have people that are dying that are still of, of ages where they can, you know, have children, my God, you're, you're killing off the future. But, hey, I'm not a governor of these states. Our governor, Governor Phil Murphy, uh, has done a, an extremely laudable job. A tip of the hat to you, Governor Murphy. You know, if you need any other advice on things, please feel free to contact me. He won't, but, you know, I always throw that out there, as you guys know, that follow me. And I say, you know, give me, give me a call, give me a, a text, a, an email, a uh, whatever, you know, and, and we'll go from there. 
But, you know, the bottom line is that we have vaccines for a reason, because they work. Vaccines are a proven, a proven thing over centuries, not just decades, not years, centuries. And we have stopped many of our most vile viruses and diseases because of vaccines. Why not take this vaccine now? Go get the vaccine. It's two shots and you're good to go. And you don't have to deal with this horrible, horrible thing. We could stop this and we could go back to, you know, life the way it used to be before COVID. But it's killed over 700,000 Americans. It's killed millions of people if you look at the world. We're now starting to put vaccines out there. For, for other countries, but it's going to take a long time before we can get this under control because we didn't want to get it under control in the beginning because people thought it would kill those people, the people that we didn't like, and that's not true. It didn't do that. So anyway, my bottom line right here is vaccines are good. Anyone that tells you otherwise uh, is lying to you or they're trying to, uh, you know, make money off of you or something like that. Uh, it's, it's just a bunch of baloney. Um, please, please, please listen to Ash on this one. I know. Go get your vaccine. And if you are out, if you're immune to come, wear a mask. Some places, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. That's cool. But if you're in a school or something, don't be one of those people. Don't be the person that says, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing my face diaper. Those idiots that say that stuff, and they are. Wear the mask. We can deal with this. We can knock it down, and we will be back to normal. But it's going to take all of us. It can't just be the people that are like, very good. It has to be everyone that's like, you know what? You're right. I need to get vaccinated. I need to start doing this stuff. I mean, we could have this thing done by Christmas. I have it done by the end of the year. If we all put in. So that's what I'm going to end this with. I'm going to end it with a plea. I'm going to end it with, a, a, you know, your, your humble servant here is begging you, please, do what's right. Get the vaccine, okay? And if you've got the vaccine, make sure that if you need to wear a mask, Wear a mask. It's not all the time. You could take it off when you're outside. But, you know, when you're inside, if you're immunocompromised, please get the vaccine. I don't want any of my followers to die. I don't want any of them to end up in the hospital. I don't want them to have a terrible, you know, like I was in the hospital for two weeks or three. I had to be intubated. I don't want that for any of you. Okay? I do love you guys. I do. And I want you to be safe and happy and healthy and go on. And continue listening to my podcast for years to come. Well, I want you to be all of that, whether you listen to my podcast or not. Anyway, that's what my I have to say for today. Um, <clears throat> tomorrow, like I said, I go back to school. I will have a full week of school with the exception of Thursday, the Jewish holiday. And then, uh, you know, next Sunday I will put something else out. In the meantime, I wish nothing but happiness and health for all of you. And I will talk to all of you soon. Any comments you have, please do direct them to me. Uh, DM me, again, Instagram, Antoni at Antonius Optimus, After School History. Um, that's about that. I'll talk to you all soon. 
Bye-bye.